Welcome to the We Healthy podcast. This is our second episode, and I thought I'd bring up the topic, why be healthy? So We Healthy was inspired by my children, Cole Wyatt and Noah Eli, and I am creating health within my home and trying to teach the kids how to be healthy. So it was really easy to come up with this name. And like I said, once it, once Noah said, we healthy, uh, not we are healthy or we will be healthy, just we healthy, it just stuck. And so before we ask the question, why be healthy? We need to understand what is healthy. So I'm not sure what your stigma was growing up, but for me, Growing up, I didn't have a weight problem. I was always thin. Everyone always said, oh, you could eat anything. Your metabolism is so fast. You're so lucky. And so I just thought that. I didn't boast about it, but I heard that a lot growing up. And throughout my childhood, I thought of healthy as being someone who went to the gym every day and ate tuna straight out of the can and maybe drank uh, raw egg yolks, like that bodybuilder type. To me, that was living a healthy lifestyle. And I reflect back to that and laugh at myself because that is not the definition of healthy. That is a lifestyle, a slightly different lifestyle. Some people are bodybuilders and really love to lift weights like my husband. Uh, Some people love yoga like myself, and I can be strong and flexible and grounded and still have just as much health um, in me compared to someone who's running a marathon or in the gym. But I think we have to, especially as a physical therapist, a physical therapist, we were designed and taught to teach people home exercise programs And quite honestly, 85%, there's a study, 85% of patients who were discharged did not continue their home exercise program. Why? Because it was boring. They didn't have any joy doing it. So it was like a task. It was like they had to do it. So going back to what is healthy, we have to turn around our own stigma in our culture because especially during this pandemic, I was shocked to hear how the media was delivering information about people being healthy, perfectly healthy humans were dying of, of the virus. And when I looked at the patient, the person, you absolutely knew that person was not healthy. Like they could have been very overweight um, and they still would have termed it healthy. So I kept thinking, why are they saying this person is healthy? Now, I don't know this individual. I'm making a judgment just by looking at their picture. But I even know of people even before the pandemic, and I think we all know these people. Think about those that say this person was perfectly healthy and they got X, Y, and Z disease or, or sickness or even death. But were they really healthy? So when we look at functional medicine, functional medicine is looking at all the different areas of lifestyle. And basically your health equals what you're born with, your genes, and then how your lifestyle triggers those genes. So I will definitely be doing um, several probably episodes on 
the importance of understanding your own genes and your genetics, because then it's like taking the blindfold off and understanding how we should live our lifestyles or how we can choose to live our lifestyles so that we can be as healthy as possible. But when we look at that, we look at all the areas of lifestyle, including what we eat, the nutrition we're giving our bodies every day, how we're managing our stress, how we're sleeping, how we're moving. Doesn't necessarily need to be going to the gym, but how are we moving our bodies on a daily basis? And then finally, our toxic load, including relationships. So how are our our relationships within our daily lives? All of those things equal our health. So back when I was a child um, or an, an early, a teenager, an early adult, I thought being healthy was that typical bodybuilder. And unfortunately, I got the message from the people around me that I was healthy. And we need to all understand that the research shows now 88 to 93%, depending on what research you're looking at, of Americans today are metabolically unwell. What does that mean? There's a 7 to 12% population that is actually healthy. So I will say I'm, I was, and I might be on the borderline of that seven to 12% today, but growing up, I was not part of that population. And so just because we're not sick, meaning have the flu or the virus or a, a diagnosable disease, or even if we do have a diagnosable disease, so many people, I have this every day in, in my practice, people come in with, um, high blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, but they don't, they put the medication down, but they don't put in their medical history that they have diabetes or or hypertension. And I've been asking over the last few years, well, you have high blood pressure. And they said, oh no, my blood pressure is fine. And I said, well, then why are you taking this medication? Oh, well, it's fine because of the medication. So people feel like because right now with the medication, their blood pressure is under control that they don't and no longer have that condition, but they do. It's just being forcibly controlled. But there are so many ways that if we decide to be healthier, we don't need those medications, right? And unfortunately in conventional medicine, which is like the, I call sick care, you know, our sick care today is what our insurance pays for. Um, other than going to get a gynecological exam every year as females, or if you go get an annual visit from your doctor, everything else is due to something that's broken or you're sick. When we look at functional medicine, that's the medicine that helps us be healthy because we're looking at why do we have those symptoms and illnesses and how can we reverse them? How can we stop them from continuing to progress and cause more problems? So when you think of that question, um, what is healthy? Our society, in my opinion, uh, paints it as not being sick. They were not under someone's medical care or they weren't in the hospital or they didn't have any symptoms. So they were perfectly healthy. But I challenge if we took that perfectly healthy person and did a genetics test, as well as looked at their lifestyle, 
they and did some basic testing, they would not necessarily be metabolically well or that 7 to 12% of what true health is. So now we can move on. When we understand what real health is, that doesn't mean we're going to blame everyone who's in the camp of that 88%. You know why they're in that camp? I would challenge that most of the people are that who are in that 88 to 99, 93% of the population who are metabolically unwell, I would say that most of them have no awareness that they're unwell. They don't realize because they think, well, I feel fine, so I could eat whatever I want, which is exactly what I did for the first 33 years of my life. And I thought I was healthy because people were telling me I was healthy because I was thin. But just because I was thin, that doesn't mean that I didn't have health issues. And so being overweight and and, and obese um, and having a hard time losing weight is due to your genetics and your lifestyle. But if you have a, a certain genetic panel and then a different lifestyle, it may not be weight, but it could be something else um, that comes into your path. So we have to be aware of that. And remember my AAA acronym. This podcast is to help you understand and create awareness. So now you know most of us walking around in our own homes, in our family, in our friend groups, in our coworkers, we're unwell. Um, and it could be silent right now, meaning you feel fine. Uh, or it could be something you've been struggling with, whether it's digestive issues, migraines, um, menstrual issues, infertility, um, depression, anxiety, all of those things go into the camp of being metabolically unwell. And now that you have the awareness, you now can make the assessment. The assessment is what do you, how do you feel and where are you in your life? And the biggest reason as to why you may want to be healthy is your why, your why, your purpose. So I found that it wasn't until I got unwell and really had some symptoms and some issues that were really disturbing my life that I started digging deeper as to, well, why do I want to change this? Because I could have just, even the issues I have today, I could just fix them quickly, but not getting to the root issue, I would still be at risk for more issues in the future because the root problem was not fixed. So by digging deeper and understanding my own why, that helps drive me to be healthy. So everyone's going to have a different assessment and that's something that's just within yourself. Um, you could talk about it with your friends or your family, but it doesn't have to be discussed, but it does have to be a conversation you have with yourself. You need to find what your purpose is, why you would want to be healthy. What would you do if you had your health? It's so very common that we say, when you don't have your health, you only have one wish or one goal. And that is to be healthy. But when you are feeling good and you are feeling healthy, your goals and dreams can wishes can be endless. And that's a really good feeling. So I challenge you this week to take out a piece of paper, go into your journal, um, just sit quietly 
with yourself and just think about where you are in life. Reflect back, maybe jot some things down and what you did in 2022 and what you want to do in 2023. But the reason why you're going to make those things happen is your why. And we'll maybe do an episode on that as well as how there's books there. You just Google how to find your why. There's a ton of resources, Um, but start exploring that. And it never ends. I'm constantly reevaluating my why because my purpose is going to help drop my individual purpose. Not remember, not for living with for anybody else and their expectations of me, but why do I want to be healthy? So I hope that kind of stimulates some wheels turning in your brain and have a great week.